Stand by for a stop. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome to Behind the Gates. Great to have you with us here on uh, Racing HQ Saturday. Get your texts in. Oh, Hurls is in charge of the text line this morning. Let's hope this goes okay. 0419-767-272. That's 0419-767-272. Well, we may as well welcome him in. Without any further ado, we'll, we'll go to Andrew Hurley in, uh, in the studio for a start. Good morning, Hurls. What's happening? Yeah, top of the morning to you. Uh, well, it's a beautiful morning, isn't it? And hopefully it's going to warm up a little bit uh, more as the day progresses. Good day of racing. Looking forward to it. We got the uh, we got the multi up last week, so let's uh, let's hope we can get uh, we can get two in a row. Do you want me to announce it now, or do you want to uh, go through each of us uh, individually? Oh, we'll go through each other individually. Hurls, who are right, you with this week? I, I want to, no. I'm going to start with you. Uh, huh. I want you to tell us who you've got, and then I just want to add something to it, if I may. In secret, in race nine, race nine number, yeah, in secret. James, now I'll just read an email that came through yesterday. James, this is from Richard Haynes. James only has to keep in secret breathing for her to win the silver shadow. Gee, that's a call. That's that's like using the M word. That's moral, gonna re- that's gonna haven't used that since '94. That's gonna really annoy the connections of other runners, isn't it? Only has to keep in secret breathing for her to win. <laughs> hey, 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 Darren Flindell. Good morning yes. to you. I'll I'll, re- I'll remind myself next time to not send or attach hurls to any emails or text messages. That's a on big that. call. Uh, yes, good there morning. Aren't, there, aren't enough, there aren't enough big calls in racing. G'day, Darren. No, that's right. There should be more of it. Uh, yeah, she, she I say, it, I, say in, I say it in jest. I say it in jest. I, I really like her. There's, it's a damn good race, though, Darren. Some good fillies there. I'm just happy to be with her today. Yeah, it's a big field. Uh, 14 running. They're over 1,200 metres, but she's drawn quite... Quite nicely, really, there in gate number five. Yeah, I couldn't depose you there with uh, In Secret. My best uh, today, uh, I've made the best bet of the car too, Opacity in mm. uh, in race four. I really liked the way he finished off at Rose Hill last Saturday in the race one there by Kalino. And I thought, oh, you, you, sort of, you might be ready to come back and win a race uh, soon. Overall, his best form's been at a mile, three times a winner, three times a winner here at Randwick. And I see Joe Pride's gone back and probably had a look through its, its uh, form card and said, right, we'll put the blinkers back on Opacity here. So there's been money around for him, and uh, I think Opacity will go really close here today. The only one I'm really worried about in the race is Niffler. I thought uh, Niffler's uh, last run was okay and, uh, and the trip suits, but Opacity's going to be my best. Okay, you'll um, be on Sky Racing 1 all afternoon. He's done the form for more than a few venues. And that is Brett Davidson. David, good morning. Good morning, guys. Come on, have a crack, please. You lot, I mean, fair income. You're sitting there and you finally got the behind the gates multi up last week when I'm not here. I was waiting for everything, saying well, you're quite clearly the weak link. Let's get rid of Davidson. But you've all been very nice this morning. Well, it was floated. <laughs> The thing is, the don't, thing don't, is, don't forget the fact that I was carrying you blokes for the eight weeks prior to that, uh, waiting yeah. for you blokes to get one in the top four. But anyway, well, that's that, that's the thing, Brad. Those in glass houses, when it comes to the multi, you can easily get knocked off your perch pretty quick. So that's why we shut up. 
Hey, just quickly as well, Hells, you do realise that text line that you're reading out today, some of them you're not allowed to read out, okay? Yeah, no, no. Do you understand that? <laughs> Indeed, yeah. There's some, just um, want to make sure he knows. Yeah, no, no, I've got the filter there. Who's approve, reject, reply, publish, yeah, it's all there. What's what's that one there, Haynes in Neighbours? And, oh, sorry, no, that was from a few weeks ago. Jeez, so. Benny, Benny walking in, let's get over that one. Uh, what's, um, who's your horse for the multi today, oh, Brad? Oh, sorry. Uh, look, I... Showmanship's my best, but Hills, with his email about two seconds after asking what everyone likes, has got me out of that one. So I'll, I'll put in Lord Ardmore. I think he's going to run top four for us. Um, he's just going to get the right sort of run again. I do concede there's a little bit more depth than the other day in this race, but I think 2,000 suits. He just maps perfectly in a race with not a lot of tempo again. Weights aren't much different from the other day. And like I said, the extra trip suits, I think he's just going too well. And I think he'll run top four for us. Um, so I've thrown him in as Lord Admiral. Okay. Um, Hurls, who did did you say he, you, you settled on? Uh, and I no, suppose, I just, and we need your horse. We need, we need how to get to the multi because there's only 45 minutes of betting time remaining now. How to get to the multi and, um, and the dividend that the tab have kindly been able to offer up to us today. Yeah, I went with showmanship. I tried to get in first and I achieved that yesterday. Uh, yeah, showmanship, pretty much, uh, I reckon it picks itself there. Nine starts, seven wins. And a minor, I turned it out after winning, or finishing third at the bull on a very, very heavy track. It does handle the heavy, but handles the soft and the good. If we get an upgrade, if it doesn't run top four, I'd be very, very surprised. So we have got race number four, horse four, opacity, race five, number six, showmanship, race uh, sorry, yeah, race six, number three, Lord Ardemore, and of course yours in uh, in race number nine, in secret. So uh, that dividend is five dollars, which is very juicy. You go to Sports Today's offers, and uh, you've got a maximum bet. You got one per customer, and it's a maximum bet of fifty dollars. And as you said, that will only be open till eleven o'clock. We're playing it a bit safer at the moment, which I do like because I think we're going to obviously get more collects and. At the end of the day, uh, punters want a bit of extra cash in their pocket on a, on a Saturday to, to bet with. So I think it's smart. But one week, I reckon one week we designate it. Maybe it's out of carnival time or something. We've got to, I reckon we've got to all have a crack. Throw one at maybe 5 $6 a place. And we'll just, I reckon we do one one week in the next year sometime where we just put in four real furfy, you know, real roughies, and have a crack and get a huge dividend. Yeah, Tim, Tim and Ryan, go, out, go out and leg one. Yeah, Tim, <laughs> Tim Ryan and the boys will oh. knock it back. That's the problem. Oh, probably oh, maximum, maximum bet, bet will be a dollar. Maximum bet $5. <laughs> but, but, da- but, Darren, you go through the form, and I mean, I, you know, even since we've been doing this, you, you, you see horses there at $20. I'm half tempted to put in now and again. Mm. And they do oh, agree. bob up, they do bob up in that first four quite often. There's a couple of um, ones over $10 today I was seriously considering mm. going with, but just trying to play it on the safe side. Uh, we might, um, I know you'll have, you have the text line open to you there, Hurls, and I'll come to you for a second, but I, I reckon we go straight um, for the jugular here. Race 8, we might, um, Hurls, get a latest market for the Wink Stakes if we could. Group 1 weight for age 1,400 metres. If you're out and about walking the dog, doing stuff with the family, want to duck away, a quarter to four. A quarter to four is the wing stakes. And Hurls, I might, we'll grab a market off you. We'll break the race down. And if there happen to be any questions on 0419-767-272, I'm sure Hurls can uh, fire them in and mix them in with this wing stakes. The market, please.
Animo, they went up two sixty on Wednesday, two dollars fifty. Now uh, Dewis comes out four by three, but that hasn't really made a difference in terms of investment today and throughout the week. Moanga four sixty to four forty, back to four sixty, six to six fifty for Bidden Love. Fangirl seven to six, back to seven dollars. Profondo very interesting today for it. Twelve to fourteen, back to thirteen. Look, as far as money is held on the race, it's pretty much market order, although Fangirl on the fourth line of betting has been popular since the market opened and also today, and there's a little bit of specking there for Ice Bath. Ice Bath's always a very, very popular horse, so um, that's a look at it. We did have a text here from Vince in Arncliffe, and he says, folks, do you think, do you think Fangirl is a chance in the week stakes? Uh, Darren, fire away. I think she's a definite chance here on this drier track today. We're on a soft five, uh, the going, so that's uh, perfect for her. Every time she's flopped, it's been on those real heavy tracks. And on the uh, the good or the of the soft track, she's looked very exciting. Uh, I put her in the numbers, fangirl, because uh, I think there's a lot of upside with her under the present uh, track conditions. Probably a lack of tempo on the race is a is a bit of a concern, given that she's drawn uh, wide out. But yeah, I'm certainly uh, keeping her very safe in this fangirl. What are your numbers here, Darren? All up? Who do well, you, who you with? Actually, this is um, a race that my on-top pick will be the biggest price of any I've gone with. I'm going with Halal, uh, number five. Only for the fact, um, when I was looking at the map of the race, who's going to lead here? And I, I assume it'll probably be Forbidden Love. And then I thought, well, who's going to sit second? And I think Halal will, will in this race, because so many of these are just going to, to get back. And I keep going back to the Hobartville stakes over this trip at Rose Hill in February when Halal and Animo lined up. And Animo only nailed Halal right on the post. Uh, there was only about a head between them. And I just think with a good run that Halal will get, he's a good each-way chance at the $21, $23 an offer there. So I went Halal over Animo, uh, Forbidden Love, who I think is going to get a pretty soft time of it in the lead. And then Fangirl, she, she might beat all of them. She might just go to a new level today. What do you say, Brad? Yeah, look, I, I'll start with the favourite, and I'm not comfortable with 250. I'm not comfortable at all. I, I think, oh, of course, he can win the race. He's favourite. He's a, he's a super horse. But is he being priced a little bit on his name there first up? I mean, he's got gate one, which is a bit of a concern. It's been well documented. A lot of people thinking it'll play a little bit off rails today, but it's not the right gate for him to start with. There's no real tempo in the race. Yes, he's been jumping well out of the trials, so he might lob just behind the speed. But... The other, the bigger concern for me was that the latest trial, he he looked very sweaty, and by memory, last preparation, don't quote me, but I'm I'm ninety percent sure. First up, he paraded pretty poorly. I remember Duff, yeah. and at the time, Lizzie saying exactly that. Yeah. Went down at uh, at a pretty short quote he on did. that day. I mean, two, it was a good run. It was a good yeah. run. It was a Got mad fence day and a mad on pace day. So you actually run really well against the vice in that expressway. But do you really want a bad parade, which is potentially going to happen if he does? get above himself for 1400 fresh i know 1400 is a, a decent trip for him but for me he, he, he's beatable here and really beatable today so i've got to be with moanga I, I like the way annabelle nisham's talking about this horse in the week saying he's a bit sharper this time in if you look at his trials you couldn't take 20 dollars about him but that's him you know we, we know that with him he never trials well without the blinkers the blinkers go on race day he just needs a little bit of tempo into the race because he's not a sprint off a dime style of horse he's a bit more of a sustained speed but look he won this race last year he beat very elegant uh, it's a good race again this year. But for me, I'm, I'm leaning to him. 
I think if Bowman's able to tag in the three wide line on Fangirl and get within three lengths of them around the turn, I think she'll be the one because she's got the turn of foot over these. She's a lot sharper than they are. And if it's a sprint home, then she's just got to get within striking distance to use that turn of foot she has. But uh, for me, Mawanga, I think he's too short animo. I'm happy to take him on, but I've got him second pick. And I, I agree with Darren. I think you've got to give Halal a chance with that positive map. The fact that I thought he was stronger through the line than Animo second up last prep too. Has been a first up horses race though. I think the last four years all been won by first up horses. Richard, Get, um, just, yep. oh, sorry, go Darren. No, no, I was just going to say, just remind the text line number there, 0419767272. That's 0419767272. James McDonald joined us this morning, Brad, and he, he, did, he did say that even at the trials he... He, you know, it was a, you know, sweating up that little bit, but certainly is in his mind. He was, it wasn't like he wasn't thinking about or concentrating what he was doing. So, mm. well, there's no doubt the yard you want to see him, but that might just be him a little bit too. It, it might be, but you look at his profile as well. Pretty much, he's got this profile in every preparation where his first up runs his worst, his second up runs his second worst, and then he goes third up better, fourth up better, and he'd probably just keep on improving. So mm. that's also a, another alarm for me when when he's never put you know never going to be ready to peak first up as a lot of these aren't but i think it's more of a a semi grand final for like a moanga mm. where for him it's just a kickoff point so do you want to be taking two dollars fifty about a horse that could parade poorly a kickoff point yes he's got class but so do a lot of these the flip side the flip side is if he was to if he can be a horse that wins a group one as a two-year-old three-year-old and goes bang as a four-year-old not many do that and I'm, that, that's why I don't know I, I t- absolutely that, take your point Brad and you could well be on the money gee it, it just makes for another interesting storyline Hurls yeah Dave from West Hoxton says good morning boys geez you sound outstanding this morning Hurls uh, <laughs> thoughts on Profondo <laughs> bouncing back in the spring after a forgettable autumn that may or may not be my brother but he's a keen punter it's a good question actually yeah Profondo it's just a flopper rooney right throughout the spring can he bounce back yeah I think it can um, I like the way he's been settling a bit better in his trials I love the earmuffs pre-race I love the uh, the Hanover and Noseband, and I just think he might be able to just settle a little bit better, and if he can, I think he'd be nice and positive. Well, he's got that one big peak in, in the spring champion. He, he probably didn't beat a great deal there. Um, he would need to go to another level, but he's clearly going to be a better horse than we saw on those wetter tracks towards the end of last prep. He was wide in the Australian Guineas, and he went way too... Uh, he was mm. too keen in the Rose Hill Guineas. So I think he can. Whether he can measure up to the, the big guns here, we'll see. But, um, Darren, your thoughts? Yeah, I thought his trial was uh, fine there at Warwick Farm. Went to the line uh, trucking there. Yeah, if he can recapture the form of this time last year, uh, he could be in for a good preparation. Uh, I was a uh, <clears throat> big fan of his in the in the spring last year, Profondo, so a big watch uh, on what he does here today. Hey, Darren, a couple of change of tactics here for you. Race four, number four, Opacity, to be ridden in a midfield position. Race eight, number five, Halal, option to be ridden further forward. Oh, good. So that's only just come through, has it? They're uh, they're really firing through. Yeah, I'm really banking on the fact that Halal will just just lob there without even really being asked to do that. But good news with Opacity. I was I was hoping that would be the case. Hang on, Let's hang go. on, hang on. Broadcast, broadcast. <laughs> yes. Um, yep. We've also got uh, what, a couple of others, or am I reading from the, the wrong? Yeah, there's no. a couple Z of gotcha. others there. Yes. Z gotcha. Option to be ridden further forward. Z gotcha. We'll get there shortly. Okay. And race ten arbitration to be ridden further forward. As well, just they're coming through, but we'll 
Seven works bales for, yeah. with cover and bold Mac to be ridden conservatively. Niffler to be ridden further forward, which is no surprise there from the better gate. So yeah. a few others. We had a uh, text uh, there in relation to seven vales. Uh, we've got a few coming through. Hurls, can I just can we, when you do that, can we just we go to race nine now? We'll go we'll go to the the silver shadow. Mike, Mike, in a market for this really good Phillies race, hurls, and then then um, then dissect it with questions and the guys. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, uh, let's have a look at the market here and I'll tell you what's been most popular today. Look, they're spreading their love around somewhat. In secret uh, is the favourite at $3.50. It's just down from $3.30 and I wouldn't say it's a, it's a concern as far as the drift is concerned. It's just on the back of... Um People backing a number of different horses in the race. Four eighty to five dollars for Willinga Beast. Now they went up eight dollars on Wednesday afternoon. Queen of the Balls a nine fifty chance. Revolutionary Miss ten dollars. Thirteen Opal Ridge. Uh, seven Vales fifteen into fourteen. And I note a bit of support today for both Wolverine, which is twenty six oh. into eighteen. And also Grace's Secret. Now, Grace's Secret retains that quote of 21 this morning. But, yeah, I'm just looking at the figures here. And both of those horses at prices have been uh, have been popular, as has Mumbai Jewel today, even though it stays at that $26 chance. There's plenty of value in the race, obviously, and punters are latching onto that. Any co- any comments on the text there, Hurls, as far as this race? You mentioned seven vials. Any, any other listeners want to make comment on the race? Yeah, uh, Mark... Mark in Miranda uh, says, good morning to the panel. Any opinion on race nine, number three, seven vials? A recent even trial and two-year-old form was adequate. Could she take big steps forward this campaign starting this afternoon? Brad? Okay. Brad. Uh, yeah, look. Fire away. She was great, wasn't she, behind Conqueror on debut and then won the, the Riesling and, and then probably yeah, just all come a bit too soon in the Golden Slipper. Trials have been solid. I, I think I heard during the week they're heading towards a flight stakes, as a lot of these probably are. So, um you would think that uh, she's going to improve with the with the run and up in trip, but saying that, um, not hopeless here. I've, I've landed on the, the favourite in secret. I just think she gets the right sort of run and Australia's best jockey aboard and James McDonald and like the trial. I will say, though, she beat Golden Queen and Penthouse in the Woodlands there at Scone. Those horses have been lapped since, so... Uh, I think it was a pretty weak race, but I think she's progressive enough to get the job done here, but... I couldn't really talk you out of much here. I, I can see that speaking for the, the former New Zealanders that I can understand that different form. I even think that the bottom one here, Myoshi's not hopeless at probably the outsider in the field. I mean, it should have won first up, clearly. Wave Rider Boy, who's run well since, and then went to Warwick Farm again and beat Af Cabin, who's gone to Sandown and won by six with his head mm. on his chest, and now the Caulfield Guineas favourite. Well, he was last time I checked. So... I can see it running a race at Big Odds. I'm within secret, but I think there's uh, plenty of chances there. We had a text also uh, in relation, no name on this one, is Queen of the Ball being overlooked. Never ran a bad race on a good track and gets that today. Although it's still a soft five. Not hopeless for sure. Darren, your your thoughts on those runners and your selections? Well, it's an interesting race. I've gone within secret. I I think she is the one, but I I don't want to get to too sort of focused that she's the the only one because there's the likes of Revolutionary Miss I think has got the quality to be a factor. Wolverine when I saw the $34 about her earlier in the week I thought boy she profiles really well all the New Zealand forms so solid in all the right races so I'm not surprised to see there's a bit of money for her. Seven Vales we learn more about today. Queen of the Ball will be in the right spot. Um, Willinga Beast I think she's a very exciting filly just a little bit worried she might get uh, 
be in the wrong spot off the fence there approaching the turn. And then you've got Grace's Secret, adds a different form line with that short course uh, New Zealand form there. Midnight in Tokyo was great, winning last time out. And I thought Opal Rich was a very good finisher at Rose Hill behind Troach last time out. So I don't know, I've, I've gone with In Secret, but if In Secret goes under, it could be a bit of a, you know, it could be a bit of a rough result with the market. James has only got to keep it breathing for it to win. So <laughs> I'm, super I, I, I'm, ter- I'm terrified of willing a beast now. And I'm, you know, those Australian Bloodstock boys, they haven't, haven't missed me this morning. And that's, hey, look, there are some good fillies here. There are some good fillies. Oh, look at him backtracking. Now, he actually rang me at about midnight last night. Uh, this thing's an absolute moral. The, be- the best thing, the best bet you've ever seen in 10 years, he said to me, and then hung must up. Have been, that I'm must sure have been a different him. Richard Haynes because I was tucked up in bed giving the alarm was off at some silly uh-huh. hour this morning. But maybe that, did, maybe hey, that was neighbours, neighbours, Richard. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. him. Yeah, might have been, might have been, Darren, might have been. Did you actually tell us what you like in this race, Brad, after you danced around a few horses? In secret, I did, yes. Oh, you are within secret? Yes, I am. After all. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Who, do you settle on again in the, in the end, Darren? I went within secret as well. <laughs> Listen to you. Listen to the both of you, honestly. Oh, oh there you go. All right. I'll tell you what I'll be doing. Uh, when I play the quaddy later on today, I'll be doing one quaddy with her only, and then I'll be doing a, a smaller one with all those other ones mm. that I consider to be the fringe players. I saw on the, t- yeah, as Hurls has said on the text line earlier, when I, I put out the question, you know, what what do you like at double figures today? And Hurls can flick back through Northdale. Last got to mention Midnight in Tokyo. Got to mention. I know. I know Duff and you know, you know Darren and you know Mumbai Jewels got a good mention. So while in secret, we think's a good filly. It is that kind of a race. And like, and like key, Kiwi judges are saying, Wolverine. How is she a bigger price than Grace's Secret? I know the market's changing all the time, but it's that kind mm. of a race, isn't it, guys? I actually spoke to a few Kiwis uh, during the week about uh, Wolverine. I said, how good's this Karaka form this year? And I wasn't getting the, the right vibes. <laughs> and uh, um, anyhow, what do they know? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, will fi- we will find out at about 25 minutes past four exactly. this afternoon. Yes. Okay, um, you've only got uh, 25 minutes left for the Behind the Gates multi. Opacity, Showmanship, Lord Ardmore, and In Secret all to run top four. $5 is the price. Just go to Sports Today's offers, and it's uh, labelled Behind the Gates multi. But that will close at 11 o'clock. I'll tell you what, uh, we've got some fans out there looking at the hole. Can we go to race seven, Hurls? The Laurel Oak toy show quality, whether there are any questions coming through for a good mare's race here. It's a group three, 1,100 metres, race seven at five minutes past three, Hurls. The the toy show, what's the market telling you here? Yeah, always a good race this. Zapateo's $280 to $3 today, but they went up $4.60 uh, earlier in the week. Bella Nipatina comes out 11 by 11, and Jal Lay. Uh, two by one was the You're all over that name. name. You're all over it now. Yeah. Five fifty to five dollars for Jamea. We've got Boom Neighbor five fifty to six fifty back to five fifty. There's no significant inward push for this race uh, in terms of the fluctuations are concerned. In terms of the hold on the race, I can tell you most popular runner is Boom Nova today at the $5.50 quote. So, uh, and overall, yeah, it's been popular since the market opened, Boom Nova, but that's a tough race. 
Any uh, any interest on the text line here? Otherwise, we'll go straight to the boys for their thoughts on the race. Uh, not on this particular race, no. What do you think, Darren? I'm going with an old favourite here for Toos, who really excels mm. at this trip of 1,100 metres. We haven't seen her win a race since winning this event uh, last year, but I watched her trial behind May Rose, and she just given a little bit, bit of a niggle up the straight, and I like the way that she, she closed off. Yeah, with a record uh, at this trip... Uh, I think she profiles well, and at the $10, I'm very happy to go with her each way. I like uh, Zapateo as the danger, so three over 10 for me there in the toy show. Okay. Brad? I'm with you, Darren. Yep, I made it the value of the day for two, so I just think it sits up perfectly. The only thing we're not getting is, you know, barrier five, six, so she can get to the outside, barrier one, the, the little concern, but um, with how the track may play, but saying all that, I don't think it'll be too bad today. I always think it's worse the fence is worse if it's really wet which is not the case obviously it just the stats set up well don't they four from seven fresh six from 12 on good tracks i know it's a soft five but i'm thinking this track's gonna be a good four today ramwick's just drying better than any other track at the moment basically and the 1100 meters is just her perfect trip four wins at this trip she won this race last year um, I think she can run very well with the with the right sort of run. And one thing about John Thompson is when I started doing Sydney form about six years ago, I always when I first looked at the stats, I thought second, third up, fourth up trainer, and mm. I got that completely wrong. He is absolutely dynamic, fresh with his horses. If he backed his horses blindly first up the last two years, he'd be making around forty to fifty percent profit on turnover. They are just dynamic. What uh, what price for Chusig in there? Yeah, ten dollars. It's been. Uh, Went up 11, 10 this morning, got to 11, it's back to $10, so it's rock hard in the market. Um, Brad, a comment on Jamea? Jamea, just, yep, there. I mean, she got a nice little turn of speed, doesn't she? I love the fangirl, the Espiona form. She never comes up shorter. I can I can never get her the price that she is on my database, the, the data that I use and, and price off. I can never give get her that short without bumping her up. So she's never really one I'm finding, but I, I like the recent trial and... Um, she does uh, close. She'll close off strongly here, no doubt. First up, last prep as well. I mean, uh, was that Gold Coast run, wasn't it? In the Guineas, fourteen hundred. I mean, she was. I'm surprised mm. they backed her that day because it was just the, the, the you know, fourteen hundred fresh was always going to for mine. No, I don't like that sort of setup for those horses. Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. If you have any any questions for the guys, I only have about another uh, seven or eight minutes to to uh, to, you know, to keep Darren here. He has to learn some colours for the first. But zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Hurls. Before we go to the show county, anything on the on the text line of any note? Nothing charitable. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. What have you been as, saying as, this morning? As, well, as as I've as I've as always been told. If you don't have anything nice to say or text, don't say or text anything. Go down at a all. bit further, Hills. There might be a few, oh no, you might have to go on the second page. We're what did you quite text? A few texts in now. Uh, we get some. We get some bloke from your minor texting in now and again. Yeah, I, I, I send the text just to wind you blokes up. Keep you, keep you honest. That's what you got to do. You got to keep you guys honest. Keep us honest. Yeah. Andrew Martin's got to keep you honest this afternoon. That's oh, for that's sure. True. That's true. <laughs> the big stage. Race five hurls the Moston Copper Show County. Good sprint here over the 1,200 metres. Group three. Uh, gee, showmanship. Um, Glenn Munsey sort of had thought this horse had a bit of a smell of the lay of the days about it. Showmanship when Munz was talking about the market earlier. What are you seeing with race five? Yeah, punters don't agree. They're all over it. Uh, clearly holds the most amount of money in the race. We went up. Uh, now let's have a look at the deductions here. Seven by eight embracer. So I don't know if someone's had fat fingers there, but 
My stats here show six dollars. I, I don't think that was the case. It's two sixty to two eighty. King of Sparta's got the fitness on its side. Two ninety to three ten. Inward move today for prime candidate. Twelve to eight. Electric girls nine to eight fifty. Special reward nine fifty to ten. Back to nine dollars. But look, three ten. King of Sparta, but it's nowhere near as popular as showmanship, and it's also very popular in multis. Well, this um, uh, Darren, this showmanship is is clearly exciting. His his race record would say that barrier one today. It's a fair test for him, nonetheless. Well, that's right. He's a seven year old, and he's having only his second run now in two years. It's a long gap since. Uh, he uh, last won a race at Mooney Valley, September 5, 2020, having come over from, from WA. Uh, I just think there's got to be some question marks there with showmanship, although the market support would suggest otherwise. I've got to go with a horse that I know, King of Sparta. He tried brilliantly prior to the Caulfield win over 1,200 metres, and whilst uh, he wasn't as effective down the straight last time, he was the one I wanted to, to stick with here today. But for me, it's not really a bet race. Okay, what do you reckon, Brad? Well, it's always going to be a horse that Munns is going to take on because Munns is not a big Melbourne form to Sydney and also the, the long break, obviously, the other query there. But on ratings and, and whatnot, I mean, he's clear top pick. He's got a ratings profile that has about four or five ratings that are, that are clear of this field. And I just think he's the one with all the upside here, isn't he? I mean, King of Sparta, with all due respect to him, he's been taking on winter horses. He's won a Bletchingly where... Pretty much every horse out of the race has come out and been average since. Um, he can overdo things. His Ramwick records, nothing flash. And, I mean, you go back earlier, this preparation with him, and he was beaten two lengths at Eagle Farm. I know it was first up, but, um, you know, there was a prime candidate beat him home there. So he just doesn't have the depth of form for mine. And, and then you've got a horse that's won seven from nine. J-Max right in the 55. Uh, his run in the Wangoom was just like, I'm so much better than you, but you just got me on an off day where um, first up in a year and a half on a heavy heavy track with a big weight. Um, that was that was that run screamed and all these other form. He should have been unbeaten prior to that. He, he's only defeated in WA. He should have walked in and and he's got a turn of speed. He's got no weight on his back. I, I can see people wanting to take him on, but when I look at it, I go. Well, they want to make a bit of a statement here as well if they want to be contesting some uh, good races later on. He is the one that, for me, has just got a little bit too much upside for these, so I'm, pr I'm pretty keen on him. I do concede 280's getting, you know, getting skinny enough, but, um, yep, gate one, but you've got the right jockey, don't you, to get out of that position. He gets out of it nine times out of ten. So, for me, I've got to be with him. I've had little plays on special reward and, and chat out wide. John Thompson, very bullish about mm. chat. And I talked about that first up record with the stable. And I just think special reward. Another one that Chris Lees was quite bullish about. Can settle much closer. I thought his run first up was great from a wide gate where he had to go back. So for me, I'm against King of Sparta. Um, and I'm showmanship and, and just little specs out wide, those two. I think um, Brad Gray um, was with special reward. Darren, I had a text earlier at, at was big odds. I mean, uh, can a rocketing buy come on from the other day? Is, does he fit in here anywhere? Well, he could be the, the, the big improver. I'm just not sure where he's at. I was very anti him uh, first up. I thought his trials were, were quite substandard. And he, he probably didn't run too badly, uh, given that he, how far he, he got back and worked home well. He could be the big improver here today, rocketing by. Um, now I've heard uh, Brad's negative remarks about King of Sparta. I, he's, I'm, I'm starting to worry a little bit. As I said, it's a race I wasn't keen to bet on. Because I, make, I put special reward in as the third pick because I think he'll get such 
so much better run uh, today than he did uh, when resuming there in the in the missile. And uh, <clears throat> you've also got me having a look here at chat, although Roundwick's never been his track, but mm. uh, I, I just sense there could be something outside the market uh, prevailing here. Right. Um, sorry, I was going. No, yeah, yeah, race two on the card. Uh, we've had a, mm. uh, a few questions in relation to Monfelicity this morning. That was a dead set horror show last week. Uh, there was a couple of unlucky runners in the race, but you wouldn't get worse than it. The pain stable is flying. Uh, it's 340, but Strawberry Rock, according to the market, it's a match in two. Um, even though So United's at that 340 quote, it doesn't hold anywhere near the amount of money. Uh, how'd you see it? Well, they're never going to be the horses I'll back Mom Felicity, because it's too obvious. And, and when they're too obvious, they get overplayed next time out. And, like, yes, you probably should have won, but let's Let's be honest, it's a, it's a race that was a few lengths inferior to what she's meeting today. She goes 1,800 to, to 2,400. She's probably a stayer, so I'm not too worried about that. But for me, I think she's coming out of a much weaker race, and I've got to be against her slightly because of the obvious nature of that last time out. So United, for me, I just think he's he's the one that's been a little bit forgotten here. I mean, he's at the right sort of price. He's tough. He's on pace. He fought hard the other day. He'll be better for the run at 2,400. And... I'll lean his way. I mean, we've got to remember with Strawberry Rock, it was beaten three lengths by Farago the other day. Yes, it was a strongly run race, but it was $26 as well. It's not like it was a $2.50 chance. So that screams to me, wasn't expected to do that. And a lot of the time, those horses, they'll regress a little bit next time. They can go on, sure. But um, I don't know if I'd be taking that short price about it off a 26 SP last time. So I've, just focused, I've just focused on two horses here, Mon Felicity and uh, So United. So United was so brave when headed by Cadre de Noir last time and just kept fighting on and looks to get the soft lead. But with Mon Felicity, when she won the, the midway race uh, first up over a mile, there was a there was a really big win on the day, uh, the way the, the track was playing. And so as her distances increase, I, I want to be on her. And I think it was very clear, had she got the run last time at at Rose Hill last Saturday, I think she would have won that. But I like the fact she's stepping up to a mile and a half. So I want to go with her. Mon Felicity over So United, and they were the only two I was interested in. Okay. Darren, do you think we'll get a track upgrade today? Um, possible. I, I know those big storms that came through Sydney last night, they pretty much missed Randwick. I think mm. they, only, they only got about half a mil out of that. And um, I think it was a soft pie prior to that storm coming through. So it's possible. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that weather's starting. It's starting to get a bit warmer, isn't it? Um, just quickly, mm. Darren, you've got two texts here through about Yee Yee in the Premier's Cup and hinged in the, in the big one. Just a quick comment on both of those. Oh, not really a Yee Yee man. And uh, <laughs> I, I note Ron Duff as he made it one of his better bets on the program here today, Yee Yee. Be ridden there in a, in a midfield position. But I think Lord Ardmore's the... The one there. I think Chalk Stream on a drier track today will be the big improver. I liked um, a trial I saw last week by Chalk Stream, and I think because all its runs are on the very heavy track so far. And uh, as far as Hinged is concerned, oh, I, I think she'd be looking for further than this. Yeah, I, I agree, Re Hinged, and on Yee Yee. I get it because he was so strong the other day, and, and now maps to be five lengths closer. Um, but 
It's Yee Yee, and he's very hard to trust mm. at the same time. We, uh, we have time for one more race before we yeah. let you guys go. Uh, Hurls, you want to focus on race 10, yeah, the last well, of the day here? This was this has been a brute of a market all the way through. Yeah, that's exactly why I wanted to have a, have a look at it and uh, and get the thoughts of Darren and also Brad, because it's a fair income head scratcher. Pizarro and Zarastro are joint favourites at 460, and they've hovered around that price today, although, no, Pizarro's actually went up 550 early doors. Arbitration's 550 to 6, 6 to 7 lakhs per run. There's no significant inward push here, and the market suggests that as well. They're spreading their love around. Hurls from Booker Bay asks uh, Brad that Burning Crown has obviously was off the scene for quite a while. It was a huge run in an open um, first up at Grafton, mm. and then, you know, possibly the, the old second up syndrome. Um, after such a long layoff, doesn't have uh, well, no, it has one on the soft. What, what did you think of it? I well, know, it's, a, it's a big price, but it's actually been spec today too, thirty-one to twenty-three. Yeah, he wouldn't be the first horse not to handle Legal Farm either. And I actually had him in the quaddy this morning and took him out last minute, so it probably adds to your chances there too, girls. <laughs> but um, I, I'll, I'll never use an NRL analogy ever again. But I've done the old. One minute to go, other side of the field, Davidson by himself trying to zigzag through the whole field here to score a try to win the game, right, for the... Who will go? The Parramatta Eels? Are I don't you know. equating yourself to rugby league? <laughs> I am, Brad? I am. Oh, right. With my muscles he, as well. So remember that. It's very unlikely. But what I'm saying is I'm having, a, I'm, having, I'm having a go here <laughs> and I'm going to try to score that unlikable try in number one, Cisco Bay. At Big Tiger's Ops. new recruit. Tiger's new Cisco Bay. Uh, that used one. to be one of Joyce's now, old horses. Well, uh, this Cisco horse, Bay. yeah, he flies fresh. That's one thing about him. I would, if he was 1,400 metres, I'd be really keen. 1,200's an obvious concern, but he won first up two preps ago at Randwick, 1,400. Right? And then first up last prep, it was a mile at Newcastle, but he never got out the whole straight. He should have won easily, and it's produced a subsequent group one winner in Wedor. They'll go back today. I spoke to Sterling Alexio during the week, and I said, am I off the money? He said, horse is flying. Horse is going great guns. Um, we expect him to run on. We would have preferred 1,400, sure, but there was nothing around. Uh, he, they think he'll run a cheeky race, and if they, if they can just run along up front, I think he's a little cheeky chance in a, in a very open race, number one, Cisco Bay. Down. All right. Well, well given uh, that news, I'll keep an eye on him. Uh, sounds like he might be a good bet next time he goes around Cisco Bay. Uh, Zarastro is the one I'm, I'm quite keen on here. I've always had a... A lot of time for this guy, but now that he's been gelded, once again it was a, a sharp trial leading up to this, um, and they've been ducking and weaving trying to find the right race, and today's the day uh, that they're ready to let him go, so Zarastro. From May Rose, um, I've always had a lot of time for her, and I think her trial suggested she's ready to go first up here, May Rose, and she's only had the two preparations and has won and was just beaten in both those preps. And my roughie for the race, probably the longest price horse I'm putting in the tips on the car, was the, the one just mentioned there at the start. I thought his first up run in the Kirby was great burning crown, and I thought he might be uh, one of very few leaders in this race. For a 1,200-metre race, I couldn't see that much speed, and I thought burning crown could be the one. Mm. So I put it in the numbers and had a little bet on it a few days ago at the $41. But I do like Sarastro from May Rose, burning crown. Of course, Pizarro's got to be considered a chance. Hugh Bowman back in the saddle uh, this time on Pizarro, and, and Hugh does have the best uh, record this preparation on that horse. I thought, uh, I thought Conrad was good the other day, gents. He got a race that was set up for him, I will concede, and it was on a wet track, but he's always promised something, hasn't he? And one thing about the uh, the stable, 
the war yard is is just continue to improve horses and get the best out of them. So with the right jockey, Nash aboard, I'm not saying no. Yes. That was the day Canterbury became a swoopers track. Mm. Mm. It's changed a bit, hasn't it? It's gone from a <laughs> real what? To, to evening up, which is, you know... The rail's been out the last couple of meetings too, I think. Yeah, normally that doesn't not? matter too yeah. much with a drying track. But anyway, it's, it's, it's nice to see not be that sort of, you know, real fence spice of late. All right, we have a, a debortally quiz to get through, guys. So we might wind it down. Thanks to all those who text in. Thanks for all of those who want to have a bet in today's Behind the Gates. We'll come back to Hurl shortly to finalise things there. But, Darren, if you can just recap for your listeners, your best and value today, and if you have, have any quality numbers written down there today. Uh, my best is race four, number four, Opacity. Back to the right trip now, blinkers on. And value, race seven, number three, for Toos with her... Outstanding fresh record and a great record of the distance. In the quaddy, race seven, three for two, needless to say, three along with uh, five, Shemaya and uh, ten, Zapateo. In race eight, this is the race uh, wasn't really too confident here in the wing stakes, so I, I have to put Mawunga in, number one with a great fresh record, three Animo, five Halal, going off at a very attractive price, eight Forbidden Love and ten Fangirl. In race nine, I'll go with Willinga Beast in secret, but this could be the trappy race, five and seven. And in race ten, uh, three Pizarro, five Zarastro, and seven Mayrose, three, five, seven. So uh, that's the best uh, opacity for two, and the quaddy. Good on you, Darren. Nice, clear day. The outside broadcast van, I can see plenty of blue mm. sky. A little, a little darker down south, but for the moment, it's beautiful here at Ramey. Looks like. I believe the eight and the ATC now have got uh, some new equipment up and running, giving you uh, minute by minute updates on uh, wind direction, wind speed, and uh, and and rainfall as well. Uh, Just another thing uh, to blame if you can't find a winner. (laughs) Yeah, yes, exactly. But it's certainly going to be of great assistance those days when we do get rain during a meeting. It is good on you, Darren. Good calling today. Okay, cheers. Thanks, guys. Okay, you call the wing stakes. You call all the races today. Bradwell, you're here. We might grab your best and value. Any any quality numbers for today for wing stakes day, Brad? Yeah, nice to see that initiative with the ATC. Uh, good to see wind being part of a factor. I remember when I started talking about it three years ago on Sky. I've been laughed at, and now we've got that, which is great because Brad, it's actually you, a factor. Brad, I can tell you, in my days working for Gay Waterhouse, which weren't that long a stint, but she was always yeah. one to to want to know where the wind's at and what the wind's doing on a race yeah. course. Well, there's a reason cyclists get in the slip lane um, because it helps you. So uh, it's the same with horses. But um, anyway, um, best bet today, I've gone with race five, number six, showmanship, narrowly over race six, number three, Lord Ardmore, and the best value, race seven, number three, for Fatus. Uh, Quaddy, numbers for me today, three, nine, ten, and 13 in the first leg, one, three, five, and 10 in the second leg, Five, seven, and fifteen. Throwing in Mayoshi there in the third leg, and one, three, seven, nine, and thirteen to bring us home. Did you have a good thing in Melbourne today, Brad? Um, I've gone with uh, Fajita Sand there, which is what is it? Race five, number five. I, I love love his two runs last preparation. I think he gets a low draw. I think it might be a little bit fencing run there for a bit at the Valley today, and then maybe even out late, but. I think he's uh, a little bit better than them. I, I, I like him, and I think he might go on to some better things at fourteen, sixteen hundred this prep. 
Good man. We'll talk during the week, Brad. And if not, we'll do it again next Saturday morning for Behind the Gates. Give Thank- them all strength. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Good on you, Brad Davidson. On the big stage there with Andrew Martin and David Gately. Sky Racing won for the day. Hurls, just five minutes to impl- uh, make your investments and place your bets if you'd like to for the Behind the Gates multi. And just repeating, Opacity, Showmanship, Lord Ardemore and In Secret, all to run top four. A $5 price there. You, as you said, you've got five minutes get on and you go to uh, sports today's offers and it's labeled behind the gates multi uh jockey's challenge today all the rage j mac at a dollar 45 hugh bowman at five dollars seven dollars for willie pike nine dollars for rachel king 41 dollars or better for the remainder i just uh two things before i go rich uh, races one to four today ramwick mooney valley and doombin place a win bet using your tab account on your first tote win bet and your horse runs second or third you get a bonus bet back up to 50 dollars i didn't want to avoid this question on the text line it's from uh pittsburgh phil uh great show boys can the boys uh tell the punters how much they are holding on certain horses it gives the punters some idea i would be in the unemployment line if i was to reveal that i am unable to what i do endeavour to do is give you the percentage and sort of who's holding the most on each and every runner and also if you are tuning into Sky One and Thoroughbred Central we do uh, show any big bets that are displayed but uh, yeah that's that's the situation there and you probably hear me often say you know this thing is off the back of money or it's not off the back of money so it's market opinion so um, yeah I just wanted to clarify that in case you know we always up front but it's not a matter of avoiding it's just um yeah it's confidentiality we're not allowed to uh reveal that rich thank you hell see you during the week good on you mate andrew hurley with uh the behind the gates segment thank you gents and thanks for all of those who joined in four minutes to 11